0: This is a Spirit of Truth Radio Network original program.
1: If you are a listener of the show, you know that my passion since I was a kid was and still is radio. Radio as a means of communication is still one of the best ways to connect with an audience. Although podcasting allows a listener much more flexibility to listen, and many radio shows are being turned into podcasts, well, along the way is working to go the other way. From a podcast to a radio show. This episode is Dave Imhoff's and my first attempt at working with a clock and a radio format. I hope you like it. There is an old Irish saying that says, a friend's eye is a good mirror. Hi, I'm David Fortin, host of the podcast Along the Way, Casual Conversations with Interesting People. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, David Imhoff. Dave, welcome.
0: Dave, good to be with you.
1: So good to be with you, my friend. Uh, Hey, you know, we started this podcast that we've been doing a little over two years ago now, and and uh, I have to say that the audience is growing and we're Taking a stab at at radio, and we want to say thank you to Salt and Light Radio for uh, allowing us to give it a shot. And we hope that uh, this is this will be another positive thing in our evangelization uh, of our faith. So, Dave, I want to go all the way back to season one, episode one. Then Larry Burrell was uh, uh, was my first guest, and that and that really really was kind of the way along the way it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be me with a digital recorder. Or we go, we sit down, we have, have a drink, you know, coffee or something. And we would just talk about, you know, those things that are important and those things that really help strengthen each other's faith to, as a, as a good friend of mine says, to strengthen the constitution of another man. That's what, that's what it was supposed to be. But COVID kind of got in the way. and. The, the the format of the whole radio podcast thing changed and that's how we were able to get so many great guests um and, and to to be able to really really strengthen my faith but there's a when you're doing a radio show or, or a podcast you're listening but you're you're always thinking about what's coming up next. What, you know, what, you know, you've got time constraints, you've got this, you've got that going on. It's not until I start doing the editing that I really kind of get into the nuance of, of some of these shows that, that have been going on for two years now. So I want to share those moments with my audience, with our audience, Dave, and, and just let you know what it is I'm thinking and the questions that I missed. And the lessons learned, how about you dave
0: yeah that's that's great you know it uh you know god brings um you know good things out of the better good out of out of uh out of you know th- suffering and whatnot so we went through that covid and and um one of the good things comes out of uh, the whole pandemic is is yeah, this whole um idea of of doing virtual meetings and such and that's how you know as you said uh your your uh, podcast along the way really took off at that point when you it really opened up the uh, number of guests that you could and different guests and there was no constraint uh, on time or or uh location etc so uh it, it's a, a real good thing so yeah, and uh, Larry Burrell is a good friend of both of ours um, uh, now. Father Larry Burrell, um, while he was, uh, you know, discussing uh, discernment in that first episode, uh, I wasn't at that episode. By the way, I, uh, you know, you were with him, you know, by yourself. Uh, it was before it was kind of in the in the um, process, um, so. But uh, that, he had some that really... episode,
1: that episode sat in the can for a little bit over a year before you came on board.
0: Well, uh, and uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry I missed that one. Um, would have been a good one to be at. But we did speak with him uh, another time, at least one other time, as I recall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and uh, so it, it's it's always good to uh, to to be talking with Larry. He's got a great wisdom. He's a great friend.
1: You mm-hmm. know, and,
0: uh, uh, he's having, he's really uh, flourishing in his ministry as a priest in uh, Rockville, Connecticut. Uh, St. Uh, what is it? St. Bernard's church and uh, uh, St. Matthew's church, but the blessed, blessed sacrament.
1: Blessed marriage. sacrament. Yep. Uh, you know, we opened speaking of friendship. We opened with how important friendship is in our discernment process. And, and, I don't think it matters whether you're a lay person or someone seeking the priesthood or someone in the diaconate, Dave, like yourself, um, or formation for the diaconate at this point. Um, Discernment is really, really an important part of our everyday life. Every man, every woman has to discern what's right for them and discern God's will. How did you go about discerning your, your call to the, to the diaconate?
0: Well, um, it's a continuous process, and I think uh, Larry shared that uh, in, in the interview, your, that first interview, but it's a continuous process. When you, and, you know, just take a step back. I mean, I think you were hitting on a, an interesting, very important point, and that is we discern a lot of things. But there are some big decisions in life, like what is our vocation, and and the, and the large you know pieces are well, am I gonna, you know, uh, is my vocation to married uh, a married life? Is it to a the clergy, the priesthood, or 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 some religious, um, and or is it a single life? Those are the big the big vocations. Uh, and um you know, but you, there's discernment that you can need to be making all the time and 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 trying to understand what God's will is for us and then and then um, and then doing God's will. Uh, but as far as uh, the, the acronym, a little bit of the story, um, uh, you know I, I went through a, a a reconversion, I think would be a good way to describe it maybe as close to 15, 20 years ago now, uh, I was very, um, as I think Jesus put it, uh, lukewarm. You know, he, I, my faith was lukewarm and um, really not a good place to be. Uh, but, you know, I was going through emotions, but uh, through various um, experiences like uh, some retreats and getting involved in the Knights of Columbus, I started to you know, and Eucharistic Adoration, another uh, important element, uh, that I started to participate in. And, um, yeah, my faith started to enliven and I got a very service oriented, um, uh, personality, if you will, mm-hmm. especially you'll see it with the Knights of Columbus and all the things we did or continue to do with the Knights of Columbus. Um, and, uh, Anyway, a, a, a parishioner uh, approached me one day after mass, a Sunday mass and said, uh, "Hey, you would make a good deacon." And I'm like, "Ah, yeah thank you you're you know I mean trying to the fake humility was probably what came, came out for me, mm-hmm. for me. and um, so I didn't really listen and think too much about it, but you now sometimes later, my spiritual director uh and we've talked about him, in fact, he was a guest as well, Father Ron Meyer, um, and he said this same thing. Um, you're, you're a service, very service-oriented, you'd make a good um, deacon, you should consider, you should discern uh, if, you, if you should enter um, formation to a deacon, and uh, anyway, um, I, I, I did pray, you know, a lot of prayer and that process continues. And that was probably over six years ago that, that conversation happened uh, maybe seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I'm at the very end of a five-year process of formation. uh, uh, If God wants in the next um, uh, month and a half, uh, July 8th, is the date for the ordination of any of the uh, deacon candidates that uh, finally discerned that they would will be uh, ordained and also the diocese or uh discerns as well and so both the parties uh continue to discern all the way up to uh ordination so we've completed our uh um, educational uh, academic uh part of it and mm-hmm. um, going through a few more steps uh, but, but early in the process, I did reach out to our good friend, Larry Burrell, because mm-hmm. um, uh, he had just went through the process and, uh, and applying for seminary. And he was a, a, a great resource. Friends are important uh, to help you through the process of discerning. Um, so um, a lot of prayer um, you know, trying to understand God's will for you, uh, is what's important during, uh, you know, through the whole process, listening, uh, to God silence in, in the prayer time, um, is, uh, you know, very important, uh, so that you can hear God's will.
1: Dave, let me ask you a question. How, how did your prayer life change once you've you chose that direction to, to to go into?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I think my prayer life continues to evolve um, and and change. Um, it's really good uh, to have a good routine, um, uh, uh, you know, in your in your your prayer life. Um, for me, the morning is what's. Uh, you know, best, uh, I have some quiet alone time. I wake up with a cup of coffee and once I'm awake, uh, I'll, I'll begin prayer. Uh, certainly now as part of uh, an obligation I, I would have or deacons have when they're ordained is to pray uh, the divine office, office.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the morning prayer and evening prayer, at least that's in um our diocese, I think it may vary depending on um, the diocese as to what uh, extent of the uh, divine office. Um, but, and that's where you're praying for the, the whole church, and uh, you know, uh, there's praise and thanksgiving there. But there's um, uh, a lot of other elements of prayer, um, you know, back, well you know, there's certain, um, vocal prayers like the divine mercy, the, the rosary that I would pray, uh, in the morning, but definitely some silence, some creating some silent time and just uh, being with God and listening, uh, to, you know, what, what he's telling, uh, you that day. Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is a lot of scripture. Um, I, I, Try to pray. I try to pray with uh, scripture, whether it's a, a Lexio divina uh, method yeah. or or just reading uh, the daily uh, uh, readings for the daily mass, and um, maybe finding a, um, a homily. Uh, Father Larry Richards is one one of the, my favorites who has a a daily homily out there, a minute or two long. Um, and, uh, just, you know, absorbing all the, um, what I can from the scripture and, and whatever meetings
1: there. Mm. Dave, we got to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk to you about the friendships that have guided you through your, uh, your formation in friendships and how they can be very, very important to each and every person as they make their walk through the, the, the Christian life. So um, when we return, we'll talk about that and whatever else is on your mind, Dave.
0: Okay. Looking forward to it.
1: Hi, friends. It's me again. This is the time that the station would take a break. So I would like to take this time to let my friend Eddie Trask tell you about his new booklet he just published.
2: Hey everyone, Eddie Trask here. Just wanted to let you know, well first of all, there is no testimony this week, but we'll have a testimony next week. I want to mention a booklet, an essay that I wrote that's turned into a booklet. The Diocese of Boise published it. And it's called More Reasonable, a Reformation Comparison, comparing uh, St. Thomas More to Martin Luther. And just to be very brief here, the core of the essay is comparing the reason, the reasonable approach that St. Thomas More took during the Reformation compared to the emotional. Um, Not to say there wasn't reason initially with Martin Luther, but definitely went Uh, towards an emotional response. And so this is for sale. I'm going to post a link. It's available at a local bookstore. They will ship it to you wherever you live. Uh, Let's see. So this chart actually is found at the end of the book. This book's booklet is only, what, 20 to 25 pages long. But anyway, this chart shows the results of the Reformation. So I wanted to show you that. Anyway, I, you probably noticed this, many of you that have followed the channel for a long time, I made a video documentary about this essay uh, several months ago. I'm going to link to that. If you can like, comment, subscribe based on that, in other words, share with your friends, uh, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you purchase a copy of this and you enjoy it, I would also ask that you kindly distribute it, um, make sure that friends and family are aware of it. Again, um, any any support that you can uh, provide would be unbelievably appreciated. And then on that same note, uh, I want to eventually be able to give this copy, you know, give away copies to people that are showing interest whether they are in RCIA, about to be in RCIA, whatever their path is. I come across a lot of people. I know many of you do as well. And I'd love to be able to give away copies in addition to selling that, selling them at the bookstore. Uh, But in order to do that, I would uh, definitely need some support. So if again, you enjoy the booklet, I invite you to visit eddytrask.com forward slash sponsorship. If you would like to donate, I can make sure that that funding goes to support future printings of this booklet. And maybe you're called, maybe you feel that you could underwrite one of those printings. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't do this. I don't usually ask for donations, but as it relates to needing help in this um, with this endeavor, uh, definitely asking for your support and how it ties to this channel. Uh, hopefully by the time you finish reading the essay you will understand how it does fit within catholic recon all the people that are on the journey all those that have landed in the catholic church and understand the richness understand the tradition understand the unbelievable depth and the fullness of the truth This essay seeks to bring a lot of that together and then also shows how chaotic, and we all talk about it, but just to show a little bit in in a different way how chaotic the Protestant Reformation was. And we see it to this day, but as I've mentioned in many other videos, the key here is to just learn something. It's not to belittle anyone. It's certainly not to Cast aspersions on anyone, but there is truth. And I want you, those that are interested in this type of um, essay, to uh, do me a favor. Please purchase it. I'll leave the links, like I said, to the sponsorship for donations, to the video that I produced a few months ago, and then also a link to purchase the booklet. I appreciate all of you, and I thank you for your support. Until next time, take care, and God bless.
1: Thank you, Eddie. Now back to part two of Lessons from Along the Way. Dave, I just wanted to ask you, about your friendships how they've, they've kind of carried you through your diaconate discernment how um tell me a little bit about the depth of your friendships
0: well um one thing that comes to mind and 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 it's i'll say the community um uh, but a lot of a lot of friends uh there's so many people that um that one, once they've learned that i am in formation and you know it's been almost five years. So it's, it's you know, most people know no. by now uh, that are in my, you know, uh, community and in the parish um, and, and whatnot. But um, there's so many people praying for me, for, mm-hmm. for my, uh, in my formation and for, you know, this uh, vocation um, uh, to the, to the deaconate. Um, and I just wanted to share a little, a, a little story that happened. Um, it was about two weeks ago or or so. And, and um, of course, as you, whenever you're doing something good, I find, and, and I think this is a, others have the same experiences, you know, I like to say the devil is uh, nipping at my toes. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, you, you, uh i get discouraged uh, or uh uh for various reasons and i won't go into the reasons but i was going through a process where, uh, particularly uh down um and discouraged over um my formation uh fairly recently and and in, in the process mm-hmm. and you know i know people are praying for me So I I was actually at daily mass. I serve um, as an acolyte now uh, as often as I can. And I was uh, standing just outside the sacristy. I had to cross that I I carry in as the, as the altar server. And, and I was just sitting there reflecting on the couple of problems that were on my mind that were, you know, you know, dragging me down.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm Just kind of staring out and, Walking into the church, going across, is this lady who is one of the, my biggest cheerleaders. Every time she sees me, she's, you know, picking me up and, you know, letting me know that, I'm, you know, she's praying for me and everything. And, and, um, it just seeing her at that moment, you know, reminded me, oh, there are people praying, you know, this, it, this will pass. The, this uh, discouragement will pass. Um, there are people praying for me. I, I just need to, you know, be persistent and, 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 you know, move through this. And after mass that day, I shared that with um, uh, this lady and she was so appreciative that I, you know, I, I told her that, 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 Hey, you know, I, you know, just seeing you walk by lifted me up that day. And I really needed it that, at that, my at that moment, you know, so you know, experiences like that all the time, um, with, with, um, friends and, you know, the community,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: uh, another good friend of mine early on in my, I mean, I, I wanted to, uh, uh, formation, I wanted to kind of keep it quiet. I didn't want people to know, you know, I was going through this and, and, um, a good friend of ours, he was actually a guest, uh, JV Mateo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and, um, you know, he told me, "What do you, you know, you got to let people know. It's it's okay. To let people know. It's not, maybe I was. it was, again, the, like the fake humility. I didn't want people, you know, people to know. And he's like, no, when people know, they're going to be praying for you. And um, it was actually uh, during an axe team as we were in formation. And JV was there and uh, he was the music uh, director. And, you know, he was he was the guy who kind of, no, get this out there. So people will pray for you. So friends and support. And, and I'll, again, I'll say particularly prayer is, is I think very important in, in these kinds of um, formations and, and discernments.
1: You know, one of the important things that Larry brought up and I say Larry, cause he was just Larry at the time was, um, father, Larry, one of the, th- the important things that he learned in seminary was that you need to maintain the friends that, that in relationships that got you to where you were, you were going, you know, and you have, as long as I've known you, as a matter of fact, we met on an axe retreat years ago, a lot of, a lot of years ago now, but we met and became fast friends. And uh, so, you know, thank you for that. I, I appreciate all the friendship that you've shown me over the years. And I, I have to say that you, you can feel prayers. You can feel when people are praying for you. And you have, you have s- specific knowledge of that because your own brother had said that to you.
0: Uh, that's absolutely right. Um, um, you know, I I've, I've felt them as well uh, in, you know, in this process. But uh, my brother, Peter, who, who uh, has, you know, recently passed about uh, three months ago now, Uh, of um, lung cancer and uh, it actually was fairly quick it was about uh, 14 months after he was diagnosed that he he did pass but and I had I shared his you know I'm a district deputy so I go to a bunch of different council meetings and for the Knights of Columbus and You know, I, you know, at the end of every meeting, we say, okay, is anybody who we need to pray for? Well, I add my brother and that's all. And so there were a lot of people praying for, for Peter. And, and Peter um, shared with me um, at one point, he says, you know, I can feel the prayers. I I know people are praying for me. I can feel them. And uh, he was so appreciative uh, of that, um, that. People were praying for him. Um, and uh, speaking of Father Larry, here's another interesting story um, from Father Larry. Um, <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, but um, when Peter and I were talking, he came visit last summer, and we spent a week at our camp in in, uh, in Ashford, Connecticut. And uh, and he um, he told me that Father Larry. Was on he wasn't Father Larry at the time he was in the in the seminary he was uh, Peter's table leader um, on when Peter attended the axe retreat uh, so what we decided to do um, uh, for when we were planning the weekend when we were going to, to mass while well, Peter and I found out what mass uh, Father Larry was uh, saying at St Bernard's uh, in Rockville and we we went and and saw said hello to father larry before the mass and uh, uh you know he attended the mass and then afterwards um peter shared um his condition with father larry and Father larry dropped everything and said have you been have you been anointed yet And uh, no i haven't and blah, blah 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 so anyway long story short uh father larry uh, you know on the spot well let's go do it and he uh, gave uh, Peter the sacrament of the anointing of the sick and um, including the um, apostolic uh, pardon. Uh, you know, so, you know, Peter was so um, happy to to have that. And so was Father Larry. Uh, yeah.
1: Fa- Father Larry loves that sacrament. You know, he, he absolutely, he's always, he and I are always talking about that, you know, how he, he, he loves to, be a part of that sacrament because it is so special and it's really sometimes people don't call in time you know they they're um someone may have expired already hey we need a priest you know you know these nursing homes will call up and say we need a priest now oh, get that is a real real important sacrament and i recommend it you know to everyone yep. And, and, you know, we've talked so much about Father Larry in this. If you want to hear his homilies, you can go to www.castingthe.net. And Father Larry's homilies are up uh, every week. They are they're put up. So I hope you'll go and check that out. Uh, Dave, let's put the two together, friendship and discernment. Got any final comments?
0: Well, um, you know, again, I, it, prayer is, is so important. Um, so it's your personal prayer when you're discerning something, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we've talked a lot about, um, you know, my, my experience, my situation on a vocation, but, you know, all kinds of, all kinds of decisions and, and, uh, that you make, um, uh, should you go to, uh, what college should you go to, you know, a younger person? Um, they can discern that and, and, you know, so it's a combination of, you know, you praying and friends praying for you um, prayer and, and what friends uh, input they can provide. Um, I, I I seem to recall a, a really good, I, I'll say Father Larry, but Father Larry Richards is what I want to mention. Uh, he has a real good uh, process of, um, whatever you're discerning, write 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 it down on a piece of paper, um, and you know what are the options. So and then you you know go through what are the pros and the cons, and then in prayer you know go through that. And then he says, okay, what's what is you know how's this feeling? Is this feeling like it's in accordance with God's will or not? Or are you feeling like bad about this one? So maybe eliminate that option. Yeah, multiple options, but prayer, and whether, and again, um, whether it's our friends and family that are praying for us uh, when we're going through a discernment process, and and uh, you know, in, engaging in prayer and to try to understand God's will for us um, in the silence of prayer and in various conversations that you have uh, with our Lord. Um, is is just what what you need to do for, for discernment.
1: Some of my final thoughts on that episode was was simply this that and um, and Father Larry and I talked about it. It was that humility is seeing ourselves as God sees us. It's about uh, living in the moment. It's not letting. The failures of the past or the the anxieties of the future uh, move us away from our peace that is in the moment, and Uh, and as far as the friendships go, um, you know, without guys like you or Father Larry or you know David Lawrence Holly, you know a lot of these great guys that have been in my life, John Barretts of the world. you know, I just I, I wouldn't be the same. And I'll tell you one of the the biggest the, and best decisions I ever made, and I and there was no discernment in it, it was kind of just thrust upon me was joining the Knights of Columbus and becoming a member of the something that was bigger than myself, and also learning about the uh, the charisms of Father McGivney. Uh was was that has been life changing for me, and I'm, I am a proud fourth degree member of the Knights of Columbus, and I recommend it highly to, to uh, any man of age and is, is Catholic. Uh, just ca- can't say enough about that great organization, and we living here in Connecticut are truly blessed to uh, be able to attend great uh, great things at at the uh, McGivney Pilgrimage Center. So. Um, Dave, it's been, uh, it's been a great episode. I, I really thank you for joining me and, and saying yes to doing this, this uh, radio show with me. So uh, I want to just leave, but as I usually do, by saying I'm down the hall, Dave, always praying that your troubles be less, your blessings be more, and nothing but happiness come through your door. We'll see you next time. Well, there it is. I hope you enjoyed Dave's and my experiment. I assure you that along the way, the podcast will keep its current format of casual conversations and always seek to have them with real interesting people. I hope you'll go to my website, www.castingthe.net, and sign up for my email newsletter. Also, please subscribe where you listen. It really helps this show get noticed. Thanks for listening. On behalf of Dave Imhoff and myself, God's peace be with you.